Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, November 10th. I'm Wayne Pratt. As medical marijuana dispensaries open throughout Missouri, some activists say there's a glaring lack of racial diversity. Most owners are white, even at locations in predominantly black communities. Our communities need so much beyond the sale of cannabis. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff speaks with Minorities for Medical Marijuana's Missouri Chapter President, Marnay Madison, about how entrepreneurs of color can break through barriers in the industry. St. Louis County could impose more restrictions to slow the spread of coronavirus if the number of new cases does not go down within a week. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports County Executive Sam Page says the area is at a dangerous crossroads. Page says more than 600 county residents are testing positive each day, a dangerously high level. He did not say what restrictions the county could pursue. Earlier in the spring, the government shut down non-essential businesses and banned indoor dining at restaurants. He said everyone now needs to stay home whenever possible, avoid social gatherings, and wear masks at all times. We have one last chance to slow the cases of COVID-19 in our community before we are forced to take action. St. Louis officials have said a renewed stay-at-home order is not off the table if cases continue to increase. Hospital officials said on Monday the St. Louis metro area has reached its highest ever hospital census during the pandemic. I'm Sarah Fentum, St. Louis Public Radio. More restrictions are being implemented this week in Illinois. Governor J.B. Pritzker says three more regions of the state are now going into a second round of coronavirus mitigations. That's after an initial set of restrictions, including the shutdown of indoor bar and restaurant service, has not slowed a sharp rise in COVID positivity rates in southern Illinois, along with four counties in Chicago's suburbs. The governor is criticizing local leaders and county sheriffs for refusing to enforce rules aimed at slowing the spread of the virus. I know that locally they think that's, you know, immediately good politics, but it's good politics for a very small, very loud minority. The vast majority of people want us to take strong action with regard to mitigation. Most of the Metro East is in Region 4, which is not included in the tighter restrictions slated to go into effect tomorrow. Members of the Missouri House are expected to discuss a proposed supplemental budget today in Jefferson City. The measure is designed to ensure the state has access to additional federal coronavirus relief money. The legislation provides spending authority for several state departments, including elementary and secondary education, health and senior services, and economic development. The House is expected to send the package to the state Senate as Missouri's second special legislative session of this year continues. A new series of online discussions is focusing on a report from the Environmental Center at Washington University's School of Law that shows stark differences in pollution's impact on white and black St. Louisans. St. Louis Public Radio's Becca Clark Callender reports. Black kids in St. Louis are more likely to go to the hospital for asthma, more likely to have lead in their blood, and more likely to grow up without proper access to healthy food. Those are just some of the issues the Environmental Racism Solution Series tackles in online discussions designed to educate. Carissa Gilman-Hernandez is the Community Empowerment Coordinator at Dutchtown South Community Corporation. She says people often think environmental issues just mean polar bears or hurricanes. In St. Louis City, like rising sea levels is not going to 
to put anyone out of their home in the next five years. However, a lot of people are going to die from the fact that we have factories being built in our poorest neighborhoods that are spewing toxins everywhere. She says she hopes having the conversations will help people realize the urgency of these issues. I'm Becca Clark Callender, St. Louis Public Radio. Medical marijuana dispensaries are starting to open throughout Missouri, but some activists say there's a big problem, a lack of racial diversity. Minorities for Marijuana Missouri Chapter President Marnay Madison says people in urban communities were not given enough access to get involved. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff speaks to Madison about the barriers facing black entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry. It's not looking diverse at all. We're even talking about our Hispanic origins, our Asian communities. So even going into those communities and hearing different ethnic groups of people say that they feel as though they have been let down, you know, they feel disenfranchised. And to relate that to a market where there are more minorities in prison for this has caused me to continue to uh, create opportunities for the minority community in cannabis. In the St. Louis region, some of these dispensaries will open in predominantly underserved communities of color. What do they need to do to build trust in those communities? Our communities need so much beyond the sale of cannabis. So once again, when we talk about why cannabis is in the community, we talk about mental health, the lack of resources, job you know, opportunities. So creating things around that to um, get the community's attention and then restore your, the trust that way, I think is very, um, it would be a great way to start. Um, hosting food drives would be amazing donating books to the community for their children would be great. Start there. But to see a whole year go by, you've won a license, you know exactly your location, and to not show up and even knock on doors and say hi is a problem. Looking at the numbers nationwide, less than 5% of licensed cannabis companies are Black-owned and operated. So there's a lot of barriers to entry in this space. As a black woman who did apply for a license, what were the barriers that you experienced? For myself, there were a lot of hardships. Fortunately, the investment part wasn't hard because I won the um, first cannabis pitch investment competition here in Missouri. So it allowed me to break down barriers that other people saw as the end of end, you know? I do believe proper experience and professional experience keeps us out of the market. You're asking for people who have been working in a black market for years to find someone who has a, you know, biology or chemistry background, a pharmacist, you know, or, or doctor of pharmacology. All of these things that the average black person may not have in-house, but we have been the person selling this plant for, you know, this amount of years. How can entrepreneurs of color get involved in Missouri's industry now? Now is the time for Blacks to emerge in cannabis, and we're definitely here to help. At Fleurvert Academy, we have business development uh, consultations. So, so far, we have helped over 10 small Black-owned businesses turn into cannabis ancillary businesses, from private-infused dinners to those soap creators. The list is endless. 
What do you want communities of color, specifically black communities, to know about this new industry? I want them to know that, for one, it is definitely possible to get in and to win. There will be a lot of people who won't see your vision, but that's okay because cannabis, everyone is their own brand. There is no right or wrong way to do this. There's just a legal compliance way. So definitely please make sure that you understand the law inside of the different markets that you know you live in. But other than that, go for it. That was Minorities for Marijuana, Missouri Chapter President Marnay Madison speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.